Hello, I'm Joshua. And I'm Mary, and welcome to From the Heart. Central Florida is widely known for its tourist spots and attractions, but many people don't know about its thriving arts community. We are excited to introduce to you talented and passionate artists who shape our arts community. How do they create and why? And how can Central Florida benefit from an even greater arts presence? On each episode, we'll meet guests who are influential leaders and artists who are truly making a difference. From the Heart. Hello, Mary. Hi, Joshua. So great to be back in the studio with you again. Uh, how was your week? Uh, it was fantastic. You know, I uh, it was very busy. Last week, I was out in Los Angeles at the Chorus America Conference. How was and it? So it was really fantastic. You know, it was um, extremely enlightening. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was cool because currently they're, they're saying that we're the largest community choir uh, in the country, which is totally fun. Uh, but there are lots of really cool choirs out there, mm. which we need to talk about um, today with our guests. They need to come. No, they need to come and be a part of Chorus America because ah. not only do you get to meet other courses and what's happening mm-hmm. out there from professional courses to gay men's courses to church choirs, but they have really cool sessions on how to deal with you know issues that might come up in a choir. There was even a session that was so rocking um, that had to do with transgender voices. Ooh. So they're really talking about things that are relevant to yeah. today and you know um, in, in urban areas like Los Angeles or Chicago, New York City, now really Orlando too, um, you know, dealing with things like if someone is a, a transgender person and they're going through their hormonal treatments and they drop an octave in three weeks, how do you help them with that? And yeah. how do you make them, how do you make it feel inclusive and how do you help them in that journey? And I was like, this is really great. They're talking about real things and not like, okay, you know, the normal choral stuff that you would do. But it was really, really fantastic. I love that. And you're the largest great. choir. Congratulations. Well, I mean, who knows? That, that's what they say. But uh, we have, we, we change, you know, based on the season. We had 320 that sang with us last mm-hmm. season. But it, it changes, you know, based on what's happening in the life Years ago, I remember doing Hands Across America. Wouldn't it be great if we did choir Choirs Across, across America? Across America. You know, I I, what that. I didn't know about was how many professional choirs are out there. So fully paid every singer. It's their full-time job. Similar wow. to symphony like Philharmonics or professional theater. There are these huge professional choirs out there. Like, for example, there's the LA Master Chorale. Mm-hmm. There's 110 singers and all 110 singers are on fully paid salaries. They have a $6 million budget. Like, I was like, what is, there's a choir where everybody gets paid to sing, mm-hmm. you know? So it's really cool. There's a lot of neat organizations out there that I didn't even know existed. That's fantastic. How was your week? Fantastic. I had Favo last Friday, Faith yeah. Arts Village, Orlando. First Friday of every month. Did Jason sell some work? Of course. Of course he did. Uh, he's awesome. So far he does every every <laughs> month. But it's always, um, always makes me proud to see people come in and be appreciative of his work and to see him sell a piece. It's not just that he's making income but it's that someone wants his drawing on is their wall. faith arts village uh is it growing are you seeing more people come and check out the artists and it all is that? Uh, word of mouth and then also uh each of the artists get their regulars that come back and then they start to wander around and lo and behold they might buy from another artist which is always fun oh i love that yeah. Yeah, if you don't know what favor was we've talked about a little bit on the show but it is um a hotel an old hotel that mm. has been then bought uh, and repurposed and repurposed so and that all of the rooms are local art studios, which mm-hmm. is so cool. And now they have food trucks and really it's a destination. Food downtown truck, music to to. and doors are open. People stroll and we meet new friends. It's on the corner of Highland and 50 and it's every first Friday from five to nine. That's very cool. And we have a great project starting next week uh, with the Winter Park Health Foundation grant. Yes, I'm uh, excited so, about that. Yeah. So we got a $130,000 grant to create programming for healthy aging mm-hmm. adults. 
Um, and we're partnering with 10 different organizations, museums, the Holocaust Museum, uh, uh, community centers uh, to offer acting and improv, uh, singing, dancing, all sorts of fun things for senior adults. So that all starts uh, next week. So look forward for more information about that. Yep. Very cool stuff. I'll be there. And I'm very excited about our show, talking about looking forward yes. to. Yes, enough about the things that we're doing. We're here to talk to some really great people doing some cool things in the community and some ridiculously talented people too. Uh, one of my favorite singers in the entire world is on the show today, and I, and I truly mean that. So I'm going to introduce to you who we have. We have Mike Rogers, who is the show director and creative director for Encore Cast Performing Arts, uh, which is who our organization is we're talking to today. And he's also works for Disney. He's a guest talent uh, coordinator uh, there and works in concierge. So welcome, Mike, to the show. Thank you. Yay. And then we also have Juan Torres, who is the director of production for Encore Cast Performing Arts, and he is the production stage manager for uh, the big show that's going to come up that we're going to talk about. And he also is a production stage manager for Walt Disney World. And then we have Hannah Barry Matthews, who I had the privilege of working with at Disney at the American Isle Experience and is a ridiculous singer. She's a five, all the time a five. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anybody will know what that means, but she I does. I do, I work there too. <laughs> Where's the button? Where's so, the button? Yeah, she's playing Tracy Turnblad, uh, but she's also a professional performer. She performs at Hoop and at Frozen. And then Ben Patashinsky. You nailed it. That was great. Oh, <laughs> Very impressive. Ten points, Griffin. Who is hilarious <laughs> performer. I, I just had the privilege of shaking his hand today, but I've seen him in Frozen and a couple of shows out at Disney. Uh, he's playing Edna Turnblad. Yes. So. Hi, hi, hi. Hi, hi. Welcome to all four of you. We're so glad you're here. Thank you so Welcome, much. everyone. So, Juan, tell us about Encore Cast Performing Arts. What? Who are you guys and what are you doing in the community? Well, 15 years ago... Uh, Two wonderful individuals, actually a couple of individuals, uh, were at the Old Hunchback show, and uh, they were just talking about fun things to do um, and be able to give back to the community. And that little spark and idea uh, literally landed to where we are 15 years later, um, an organization of over 150 uh, different individuals uh, from an orchestra to uh, production to choir to uh dancers and ensemble and all of that kind of stuff. So uh, 15 years now going, celebrating our 15th anniversary. Um, Mike, when did you start with Encore? Uh, the, in 2003, so just a few years after it got started. Two few years after it got mm -hmm. started. So, And have you been with since the beginning, Juan? I or? have not. Okay. I joined Encore during its 10th anniversary show, oh, cool. uh, Finding mm -hmm. Wonderland. Oh, nice. So yeah, five years ago. Why did I just think you had always been with Encore? Nope, nope. You just you seem like ago. such a staple now. I probably couldn't imagine without well, thank you, right? You. <laughs> we can't imagine it without him. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So go Clay on with Price, your story. Correct. Cliff Price. And Clay Price. Price, Cliff Price, and Gene Bassrash. Gene Bassrash. Gene, that's correct. right. Started. Um, yes, back uh, 15 years ago. And the first show was Curtains Up. Yes. Correct? Curtains Up. Mike's my historian. Um, <laughs> Curtains Up. At, and it was at the original uh, Disney Theater. Uh, that was on Main Street USA in the Magic mm -hmm. Kingdom. Yes. Oh uh, then from there it went to Epcot, World Showplace, mm -hmm. correct? And then no, it went to Studios first. Studios, yes. the old ABC Theater, <laughs> the old oh. American Idol Theater, oh. American, American Idol Theater, theater. Oh, and the years. current Frozen Sing Along <laughs> Theater. <laughs> There's a history like a there. Plug. That's like a good plug there. <laughs> history. And then we moved to Epcot in World Showplace, and then to the Premier Theater at uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios, which mm -hmm. is no longer there. Um, and then three years ago, uh, we had the wonderful partnership with the Dr. Phillips Center. And mm. uh, we are now invited back every year to put on big shows in the summer, uh, smaller shows in the spring and in the fall. And uh, we just finished Godspell. 
uh, in February, which was fantastic. And now we're getting ready for hairspray, which opens in two weeks. Wow. Two and a half weeks. Awesome. What a journey. But who's yes. counting? Who's <laughs> counting? And Clay and Cliff would be so proud of, of that history that you just gave. So a couple of things about the organization. You now are a nonprofit, your Correct. own kind of standing entity to do be able to do more things in the community. And one of the beautiful things about Encore um, is that you guys get, give back to charity and you've donated yes. over $175,000. Actually, is it, is there $300,000 300, in support 000. for nonprofit. Yes. Tell us about that. Um, Tell us how that started. Medical research, animal rescue, uh, granting wishes, arts education, all those types of things. Uh, depending on what the year is and what's going on and, and what's popular at the time. How do you decide? Um, it's actually a combined effort. Uh, sometimes it's the production team and something that Clay is really, really passionate about. Uh, sometimes we come up with three or four different ones mm -hmm. and uh, we let our organization decide. We do nice. a voting thing and I think we did that last year Assumpt with Ragtime. Yeah, we also yeah. try and see if we can keep it relevant and connected to the show in a sense. Mm -hmm. Like for Ragtime, um, with its content, we donated to the USO. Because it was Beautiful. a good tie-in. Of course. And yeah. what's the charity of choice this year? Locks of Love. Locks of Love. How cute is that? Get it, that hairspray. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my you goodness. did tie to the show. Very, very good. <laughs> and how many, so just look at the website, it says over 50,000 volunteer hours, but I'm sure it's a lot more than that at this point. <laughs> it's, it's just in this room. That. That's just this season, <laughs> right? That's just me. Um, <laughs> That's true. And, that's, and it's kind of funny because uh, Mary was with me uh, on Friday of mm -hmm. last week mm -hmm. and uh, the Magic Kingdom team uh, over at Disney World celebrated the local entertainment folks uh, who had Ears to You grants oh, nice. um, from all their volunteer hours. So I know Mary got some. Uh, Brandon it, Fender was yeah. there from CFCA. That's awesome. Uh, myself and a few others. Well, I tell you, I, I, I love that I, I'm, I get to be a part of this conversation because I had the privilege of being an encore and from a personal standpoint, those of you that are listening, not only is it a, an incredible work on stage and off the stage, but it's really a beautiful community to be a part of. When I made the transition out of church music and I was in a pretty dark place in my life and started over at Disney, um, I got the privilege of working at American Idol, but it was, it was that my first summer of 2010 that I joined Encore that I really felt like I was a part of something and it really helped me heal and become, I think, the person that I am today. And I, I got to share the stage with Hannah Berry Matthews and sing Silly Symphony, and, which, you know, is like, I, I put it on my resume. <laughs> 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 well, Encore is a beautiful place. It's mm. a beautiful community. And I was so proud um, when we uh, broke ground on the third theater uh, that I was standing right by Tommy Mendoza, who's your producer, shoveling uh, right beside him, mm -hmm. uh, breaking ground on the new theater and how enveloped you guys have become in the community. So it's really, really, really great. So your mission statement is Encore Cast Performing Arts is dedicated to providing Disney cast members and their families an outlet for creativity and expression in the performing arts, as well as supporting charities that make Central Florida a better place to live. So Ben, a prof you're a professional performer. You have the privilege of doing that you know, five days a week, four days a week, whatever. What makes, why do you volunteer, why do you volunteer your time to perform with Encore and what makes it so special? Well, specifically, it fulfills your heart. But being artistic outside of Disney, you know, Disney is a great outlet for an, for an actor to be able to be professional and put food on the table mm -hmm. as a professional actor. However, it is a theme park and so there are stipulations that you have to abide by and certainly jumping out of that box mm. to be creative and fulfill uh, 
for me specifically a dream role as Edna Turnblad has just been an amazing experience. And I, my work at Disney is better and more creative because of my work with Encore. It feeds that the creative side of you. Absolutely. Question it's, for you, as you've been in your rehearsal pro uh, project, what um, process, what surprises have come up for you in Discovery as you're playing Edna? I thought Edna was this foppish, over-the-top character, and every day I come to rehearsal and realize how real, sweet, and um, almost beaten up she is, and how uh, mm. amazing her relationship is with her daughter. And um, as an expecting parent, uh, it has been uh, s some evenings almost difficult to get through scenes because of how real Ooh. and sincere they are written. Mm. Wow. Yeah. It has that's been interesting. That's beautiful. Because you don't really take her serious sometimes. No. Like, you know, I think that's the beauty of the character, right? Yeah. Um, uh, it also, you know, kind of even in like the clown world too, you see these characters as these over the top, crazy, wacky characters, but they're sneaking a message right in uh, without you even knowing it. I love that. So, um, Hannah, you, I, I don't, I hope I can say this. You've played this role before. Yeah. This you, is the second time I'm getting. So to you're reprising countries. this role with Encore. Mm -hmm. You originally did it with the Garden Theater, a yeah. wonderful arts organization that we love and with the incomparable Matthew Arder as mm -hmm. your mama. Uh, and, uh, so what is different this time? Time. What are you finding now that you're doing this character for the second time? Are you meeting her in a different way? You know, it's funny. The The first time it was sort of just this, I can't believe I'm getting to play this dream role. I never thought I'd get to do it. And now here we are, fast forward a couple of years, and I'm even more in, in shock that <laughs> I'm getting to do it again. And like what Ben just said, it's it's interesting that since I played her the first time when I was not performing professionally I was I was a casting director at American mm -hmm. Idol well in those years since then that show changed my life it mm -hmm. absolutely changed the path that my life was on and now that I've been a full-time uh, performer at Disney for the last two years at hoop Doo, it's it's feeding this character of Tracy in a whole different way. What are you bringing way? to Tracy different this time? What do you see different in Tracy? I I, th I feel like the first time um, I really tried to focus and bring a lot of her sweetness and her heart, and that is still there. Mm. But now there's a lot of her fire ah, that's in her that. too. Uh -huh. And <laughs> I, I, I aim every day of my life to be more like Tracy. She is honestly an incredible role model for me, for anyone. She's an advocate. She is the advocate mm -hmm. and she is just unstoppable. She's not afraid. She, I, I wish I could be more like her. I try every day to be more like her. How many her. times, Mary, have we heard that on the show, artists who have said they have learned so much from the characters they portray? And that they'd like to be like them. And my thoughts are, that means you are like them. That's oh, why you were cast that way. You're just the last you to know that, it. Apparently, yeah. sure. That's okay. We though. have so much more to talk about as and we, we talk will. to leadership from the Encore Cast Performing Arts and some of the very talented people who are going to be in their upcoming show. So join us back here on Magic 107.7 FM from the heart.
Welcome back, listeners, to Magic 107.7 FM from the heart. This is Joshua Vickery, and I'm here with my lovely and talented co-host, Mary Thompson Hunt. And we hope you're having a great Sunday night, whatever you are doing, getting ready for the week, driving home. Uh, we hope that you're enjoying this great conversation with Encore Cast Performing Arts with Mike and Juan and Hannah and Ben P., in the house. Uh, in so the house. Hannah, we had to wrap up that last section, but we want to get back to you because you were really in the middle of telling us just kind of, which is so important, character development and, and getting into the character. What were some differences or some new things you learned uh, with Tracy? I just, I feel like um, in this particular production, one of the, I think for me at least, the biggest benefit is that for the most part, my fellow principal actors that I'm working with, I have worked with on a daily basis <laughs> in some circumstances, like with Natalie Parada, who's playing mm-hmm. Link Larkin. I work with him full time at Hoop Dee Doo and we did Aida together two years ago. So we have such a tight bond already. We got to skip a oh, lot of that cool. awkwardness mm-hmm. um, with when you're cast with somebody you've never met before. And Ben, I work with Ben at Frozen. So we have a fantastic rapport and I live with um, Cameron, my husband, who's playing my dad. So, you know, <laughs> we were just a little awkward. No, but, but it's been amazing to be able to skip over a lot of that. Hi, nice to meet you. And we already have this amazing connection uh, with, with each other that, we got to just dive into well, the fun. Did you How and Cameron you... get to help each other with lines at home? Yes. That's so that cool. That works out perfect. It's, so he helps me at home, and then I go to work, and me and Natalia are practicing choreography behind the curtain before the show starts at Hoop Dee Doo. It's, it's been wonderful. Smart casting. So <laughs> interesting, though, because a lot of what you guys do is is kind of improv-based. I mean, you have a script in your professional lives. You have a script, but you can have fun with it and kind of go off script. And so is that tolerated in Hairspray? Or is like. it like, <laughs> um, are they allowed to massage the script a little bit based off of how I they're mean, feeling? you always want to be true to the, to the script, but sure. there's definitely places in the script where it's kind of clearly open for them to kind of go riff a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I won't lie. My biggest job as a director is to cast the right people and then get the heck out of their way. Ah, uh, nice. Um, which with these people, I, I've, I've learned to do that. Well, I was curious, you know, when I saw the cast list come out, how you guys even get through a rehearsal. Because you're, <laughs> I mean, you're all just naturally funny people. Like, how do you even get through the <laughs> rehearsal? There without... have been many rehearsals where we've stayed maybe a few minutes extra because of how silly rehearsal has gotten. Sure. <laughs> He's not kidding. It, it gets ridiculous. In I the most specifically wonderful way. remember during the callback, I, I tried to stay <laughs> as true to the script as possible and not improv yeah except for the one song in the show where actually the improv comes in and I, I wanted to show them that yes I am an improv actor but I'm le- I'm a legitimate storyteller first sure. and I want to make sure that that well comes put. through well I put that. Oh, thank you I, I well you know Can we I, quote I, you on that oh, please as long as you pronounce my last ben name correctly says, that hasn't happened yet. No, yet that's awesome no I think I did okay you, no you were great yes, the P came out great <laughs> <laughs> no, because so, a lot of people see me as this improv actor and they see me as this funny guy, but also I, I you know, I think people forget that I am a trained actor you are as well. A trained actor. And, that and I this am, is a great place for you to really showcase that. I want to dive into like the actual show, but before we do that, how is it playing a woman? I mean, I'm sure that's a, a good question that everybody wants to know. I thought it would be easy, honestly. And then there are a lot of mannerisms that I didn't realize. You know, I didn't realize, oh, I do not hold my hand on top of the man's hand. I'm on uh. the bottom. And um, I didn't realize how <laughs> difficult it would be to put on a pair of three inch 
uh, high-heeled Laduca shoes. <laughs> and you're practicing in sneakers. You're rehearsing these dance numbers in sneakers, and then you get the Laducas in, and you put them on. And I literally fell over last what night. What is Laduca? Our world what is heels. that? Laduca Laducas is the are um, brand of shoe. the best dance shoe, like character oh, shoe that you you're can welcome, have. Ben. Got it. So he's he's doing this in the best shoes that he could possibly be in, <laughs> and crying and whining the entire time. <laughs> and we have no sympathy, huh, Hannah? Zero, <laughs> zero sympathy. So, so but I have but, a question. What about the internal side of playing a female? Do you find where it's similar to being a male? I mean, is it really that foreign to you? No, no, absolutely not. No, those those are still very much the same. The emotion and the heart behind it are the same. I would say objective is exactly Have you made the any same. discoveries with the depth of emotion that you've experienced as a woman? I think so. <laughs> I mean, I have a bleeding heart for, uh, for my child. And, you know, as an expecting father, I really didn't think that that would come so soon. And... Man, oh man, there I am in the middle of a scene and it's like watching my daughter go through this this breakup and it's like, it's killing me. And I didn't mm -hmm. think that some of these scenes would get emotional mm -hmm. and real, mm -hmm. but it, it's like, don't you dare break my daughter's heart. <laughs> it's just a very surreal experience for Do me. Do you think that playing this role right now will make you a different father in months to come? I sure hope so. That's I sure I in what way? Well, I sure ho I hope that I have that much love and connection to my daughter that I do to Hannah as Tracy because oh. I, I I even in scenes that I'm not in, I'm sitting in the back of the rehearsal space and I'm watching her nail dance that she didn't think she would get and I'm just so <laughs> proud. Oh. I really am. It's just like magic. It's magic to watch it come together. We just had a moment here in the Dude. studio. I wish you were I, I wish you were all right here in I the room with us. I need a tissue for him. So I, I I think that's beautiful. You know, as a trained as a trained performer, is that do they teach you to to be that connected or to step away from the role a little bit or like what? Oh, hundred percent. We we have these uh, in the craft. We have these as ifs, and you take from your personal life, depending on what uh, style of acting you're studying, you take from your personal life and you make it true. Mm. My acting coach Adam Hill always used to say, if it's true in life, then it's true in acting. So mm. those are the experiences you really try to come from. And I've only been a pet owner. I've never actually been a father, but obviously you have children that come in and out of your life. And so you try to make those connections real and honest and based out of truth. So you can legitimately tell this story the best way possible. It'd be interesting right. to have you come back and play this in a few years after your daughter has been born and how will that affect the role and what, you know, just like Hannah has discovered new things. Yeah, I think it's going to be a while before I do another show again. <laughs> <laughs> That's You're true. listening to Magic 107.7 <laughs> FM from the heart. Go on. Uh, I won't exactly, I, I've been too nervous to reveal the due date uh, for our for our daughter, but it happens to be July 22nd. Oh, what? What? <laughs> Which is also. Are you serious? 100%. Does the cast know that? We, I, I haven't told many people. Just, uh, I just, think, well, you just told all of Central Florida. Well, so it's, oh my gosh. <laughs> we literally have post-it notes hanging up in our house uh, with the, with the, the number 725 written everywhere. Just Will you to be put there when the she's energy. being born? Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll, uh, we'll see. Oh <laughs> I don't know. Goodness. I'm hoping. I have a show pause ready if I need one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good reason Well, we to joked out, that right? I would show up at the hospital and they would say, well, who are you? And I, I'm the mother. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I want to dress the part. Awesome. <laughs> we got an interested one here. Do you like my Leducas? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I well, love this cast. It's awesome. <laughs> Hannah, you were saying on the break when we were chatting that you re- literally haven't met a person who has seen Hairspray who, who hasn't fell in love with it. Why mm-hmm. do you think that is? I think there is just something absolutely special about the message of this show. We deal with some very heavy subject matter, um, you know, like segregation and and racial inequality Mm. and body shaming and bullying and and you name it we tackle that however unlike so many shows that encore has done in the past Mm -hmm. that that are heavy and and that's how they're told and there's nothing wrong with that Mm -hmm. this particular one takes all of that subject matter and and presents it with such levity and humor and heart and fun that it is impossible like tracy says you know um she just cannot stand still. Like the music just gets in her and, and you watch the audience literally dancing in their seats. Mm. And uh, there's just not a lot it's of other shows that do that. Musical. It has the laughter and it has the safety to have your tears because there's it, it, you're surrounded by the joy of the message that Absolutely. we're still moving forward. You we bet. have a battle to fight, but we're still moving forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. What, so, Mike, what are some, uh, in these rehearsals and as you're gearing up for the next couple of weeks, what are some like really proud moments in the show? Maybe just share one of them where you're like, okay, that is coming to fruition exactly the way I saw it. It's different for every character. It, you, it's when you see them kind of discovering moments on their own and creating the character, their own unique take on the character. Mm. Um, it's hard to explain because they're all different. Everyone has their own little journey they take. Um with, with these two characters here, of course, watching <laughs> them as they go through and as the character changes. Like with the first night Ben put on his Leducas, it was a different character. Suddenly he was in heels and there was Edna. Um, and he's a woman. You know, and it, it, all the different characters off the top of my head. Like like Penny, sometimes when Sonia will just come out with something random one night and we all just lose our minds laughing. I'm like, yes, please, please keep that. Please keep, because I'm, I'm just losing it every night. And I, I hope the audience gets to see half of what we do. This, the, the things that we aren't keeping are hysterical. I can't wait for them to see the things that we are keeping. Wow. That's awesome. That's so great. And Juan, how do you match? You know, you've got such a great cast in this show. I mean, rock star singers and performers. How do you match what's the talent is on the stage with the production value? You know, the sets and the costumes and the audio and the lighting. How are you doing that? For, for me, it is really all about them and ensuring that they have what they need to be successful and to be able to step out of their own element and be who their character is and themselves and what they do. And I always try to leave them to their own creative freedom and time, let them be the leaders in what they're doing. Uh, I don't bug Mike a lot about what he's doing. I make sure he uh, has what he needs. And he knows better. <laughs> I do. Um, the same thing with uh, Catherine Rivera, our choreographer. It's, Who's you know, brilliant. that's, that's yeah. not my place. My place is to ensure that they have a place to come when it's all said and done, and yeah. be able to share that with He knows what I'm yelling at. What's the biggest Italian challenge of your job? For me, mm-hmm. walking into an empty theater with nothing in there and making sure that all 400 lighting instruments get hung and all 45 scenic pieces or whatever uh, Cliff Price uh, comes up with uh, gets to where it needs to be, and then just making sure that uh, everything is set and ready for these guys, uh, from the audio technicians to the lighting technicians. There's about mm, 30 stagehands that come in, Uh, two stage managers, myself, uh, and then costuming and wigs and all of this stuff. And you're the guy that people go to, what do we do do with this? Where do we need to go? Fix it, fix it. Well, and a lot of times people don't know at Dr. Phillips Center, it's just a shell. It it is. It is a roadhouse. It's not just the performers, but 
everything they experience when they walk in that room is, is encore. Empty and room. Together. Correct. That's amazing. Empty room. And all that comes in, we load in, uh, everything comes in in about a day and a half. Mm -hmm. um, and then we go into a Q to Q rehearsal with uh, just our principal and ensembles. And then we start our dress rehearsals. So Mike and, and, and Juan, are there any other shout outs? You know, you talked about Catherine, your choreographer. She, who are some other people who are so crucial to the show besides the cast? Oh my God. Catherine, number one, just because, I mean, this show of all shows is dance. such a dance heavy yeah. show. And I mean, yep. and she will take a, a show that's not a dance heavy show, like Ragtime and add choreography. Then you take one like this and then the cast has a love-hate relationship with her, I think. <laughs> no I think hate. We, I think we all love. have a love-hate relationship with Catherine. <laughs> no, it's um because she pushes it and she, she pushes does. them beyond yeah. what they think they can do and then they can tell they do it. and Then you love her all the more at the exactly. end. Correct. Mm -hmm. yeah. But so, I think the best part about her choreography is that she shows you as maybe not a non-dancer how to tell the story with your body. Mm -hmm. that's, that's something that I didn't necessarily know I'd be able to do and she has convinced me that it is something that I can do. Mm -hmm. And as a non-dancer, I mean, I was a dance minor, but it was just something you paid for when yeah. I went to college. <laughs> As a non-dancer, you you walk into these rehearsals and you get bombarded with this choreography, this beautiful, amazing choreography, and she allows you to actually fulfill it. It's pretty oh. amazing. Let me ask you a question. I met someone who did a bunch of uh, Bob Fosse uh, musicals on Broadway and he directed and she would say, he would choreograph like, you're sitting down and taking the cigarette as if it's the last time you'll ever take a drag and you're purposely being and you're going to do it. And so he would choreograph with moments. Do you mean like that? Yeah, well, very similar, yes. I mean, it is it is a little more specific than mm -hmm. that. However, though the movements, the choreography that she gives us, very pertinent to the story. It's not just, um, you know, uh, Chasse, ball, change, step, kick, step, right. kick. Right, so she's giving you your action. Yes, That's completely, wonderful. to convey the story. It's really beautiful. That is and, amazing. And um, I, she is going to be a huge choreographer one day. It's just, it's stunning choreography. She And, and she she really can step into any situation and do that. Yes. She, we've had the privilege of working with her three times in our organization, and she is amazing. And she's just such a joy to work with. I mean, she's super talented, but she's an absolute joy to work with. Who else are you guys giving a shout out to that's helped you Oh my God, like you hear it takes a village. We take an army with us. Yeah, so. take an um, army. <laughs> Production team's about 35 people yeah. uh, outside of uh, a costuming team that's in place, a uh, cosmetology team for mm -hmm. hair that's in place. You have Cliff uh, and all his Cliff yeah, so and Cliff his team working. Set designer, for right? our, mm -hmm. Yep, all our scenic designs done by Cliff. Uh, he has a workshop. Uh, right around the corner from the theater. Um, nice. He has folks that help him wow. uh, build all of that kind of stuff. I have two stage managers, uh, one that focuses on the cast, one that focuses on the technical. Also volunteering? Um, also, yes. Everybody's volunteering what are at their this names? point. Christina, uh, Christina and Stephanie. And Stephanie. Nice. Um, we have a head carpenter, Jeff Benjamin. So he works at the Dr. Phillips Center. So he is kind of like our conduit mm -hmm. with them, mm -hmm. uh, with hanging stuff and getting all the technical aspects done. Uh, Jonathan Bates, Rob Lanthry. Mm -hmm. Uh, from uh, Disney, who are audio technicians and designers at Disney, who are volunteering their time to help what us with this show. Crew. Obviously, uh, you have Clay dealing with the orchestra. Yes. Correct. John, show? John's our, our vocal director working with the, um, the choir and the principals mm -hmm. and the ensemble. We have Morgan Edwards and her lighting team. Wow. She's a lighting designer, so she comes in uh, with a great partnership from Disney to get things up and where they need to go. Uh, what am I forgetting? Correct. Top of their there's just there's so here. many people, so many people that come together. To We're make gonna this get happen. to hear about more if you think of them during this break. We'll be right back, listeners. You're on Magic 107.7 FM from the heart.
Hello and welcome back to From the Heart. I'm Mary Thompson Hunt here with my astute, sagacious, and erudite co-host, Joshua Vickery. We are so excited to be talking about Encore's cast and show coming up of Hairspray, their production at the Dr. Phillips Center for the Performing Arts. Talking with us today, we have Mike Rogers, Juan Torres, Hannah Barry Matthews, and Ben Patachensky. Uh, we are so excited that all of you did. How did I do, Ben? Not as good as Josh. Go ahead, say it, Ben. Not as good as Josh did. Josh was pretty great. <laughs> well, your face is red. That Thank that. you. Can we, can we, can we quote what's... you on that, too? Yes, well? please. And we go way back, too, Mary. <laughs> we do, but I always called you Ben. Yeah, that's true. I never had to say Disney, your last name. Disney tried. is a first name company. So it's true. That's why, There's yeah. no... that's why I got hired there. SeaWorld <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't have me. I couldn't say Shamu's last name. <laughs> it's oh Whaleman. my goodness! Oh my goodness! Well, we are excited to have you here, no matter what your name is, because that's what the show deals with—loving you for who you are. Yeah, <laughs> that's a whole other show, Mary. <laughs> um, so we were talking a little while ago and wanted to get back to the uh, subject of. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, today we're here talking to Encore, the lovely, talented army of Encore, and Hairspray. Juan, tell us how we can get tickets. Somebody just snorted. I love that. Go ahead. Tell um, us how we get tickets. Shows are uh, the 22nd and 23rd of July, uh, 8 p.m. on the 22nd, Saturday, and then 7 p.m. on Sunday, the 23rd. Tickets are available at drphillipscenter.org slash hairspray. Uh, tickets start at about 20 bucks. Uh, we are selling very, very fast right now. Uh, but whatever is also uh, left over will be available day of, and we'll also be doing Student Rush as well. And one students. more time, tell us what the proceeds are going towards. Uh, locks of Love, Locks of Love this year. And that's when uh, the hair is donated to young children who've had Correct. perhaps chemo and need a Correct. And do you guys have a goal week? of how much you hope to give, or is it? A good chunk of a good uh, chunk. <laughs> there we go. I love that. Any yes. any running nonprofit, any Correct. any. Any amount helps and is so so greatly appreciated. So tell us a little bit more about about the show. Um, why why if if I've never even heard of Hairspray, you know I don't I don't really dig musical theater. Why is this different than other shows, Mike? And you know we talked a little about some of the things it deals with and how it's fun. And but what what is the show really about? Um, the great thing about this show is that it manages it manages to be topical um, while still having a good time. I feel like a lot of whether it be theater or television or movies, tend to do one or the other. They're either serious or light and fluffy. And this manages to do both very successfully. I think that's why people really identify with it and, and enjoy it so much. There's not, like a lot, of, a lot of shows have that one or two songs everyone knows and then mm. the one that you skip on the CD and then the, the other. This one doesn't have that. This is just kind of really standout song after song after song the whole way through. Um, so I think the audience really has a good time with it. And you see... The, the cast having a good time with it and it's really a contagious kind of energy mm-hmm. so it's it's a it, like like Hannah has said it's, there's really a very few people that don't like this show yeah so Hannah give us like a 30 second synopsis of the show the story what are we what is the story even about hairspray it, it is about um, Tracy Turnblad she's a teenager in Baltimore Maryland in 1962 and her dream is to dance on the local uh, dance show the Corny Collins show very much like American Bandstand but Baltimore specific. And she's in love with the teen heartthrob on the show, Link Larkin. And through a series of hilarious <laughs> events, um, she her dreams do come true. But along the way, she realizes that's not enough. Mm-hmm. And as soon as she finds herself in a position to do some real change, she decides, you know what, segregation, I'm not down with that. We're going to change that. And she's just 
she is fearless and and i love i love her i love the show mm-hmm. it's and again all of that serious subject matter but told with such she brings humor. soul train into the, yes. into the show <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, and that was a really great way of sharing that in 30 seconds. Hey, so, nice. ben, ben, tell us a couple of things. One is, what is that moment? You know, every performer um, has those songs that are like, I can nail it. I love it. It's in my sweet spot. And there's that one song you're like, oh, God, I hope I make it through that. Or that one scene, you know, like, or that's that big belting note that... What is the moment that you love in the show? What's the moment you're like, oh God, I well, need I, help? Right now, I'm I'm living for Act Two, the song "Timeless" to me. Mm. It's a love song from mm. a woman to her husband. Where you get to dance with Hannah's husband. With, with <laughs> Hannah's husband. This is and, so incestuous. Uh, but also, there's a great moment in the uh, in the number where uh, it's just complete ad lib and has never been the same. So th- that I live for because that's what I do professionally. That's what I do for a living. That's my comfort zone. And uh, my discomfort is... Uh, most definitely the choreography. Mm. I joked on break that uh, I feel like an orange with toothpicks because <laughs> I'm about to break something in these uh, three-inch heels. But um, also, some of the harmony had to be changed, you know, because I'm a man. Mm. So uh, I'm in a few uh, female-only numbers, and I'm singing with these females. Mm. And so I had to uh, change some of my harmonies from, uh, you know, the baritone to the tenor. So it's a, it's a little wow. bit it was a little bit harder and you know I can't sing the soprano the melody because uh, you know I don't have that high of a voice so when I sing tenor it's actually the alto line so, so can you give us a little hello from Edna like is it very similar to your speaking voice uh, now? it's a little bit higher pitch you know uh, Tracy Turnblad you get back here my diet pill is wearing off <laughs> it's you know that, that's that was of, so well done. You just flipped it. right into that. Well, she's right. She's right here. <laughs> and what about you, Tracy Turnblad? Are you what? What is your? You know, do you have to change up your voice? Do a little to... bit. Yeah, she's. You know, she, she's only fifteen. Uh, I'm not. So um, <laughs> let's hear. Let's yeah. hear. She's just a little bit higher. And Mama, I want to be famous. You want to be famous? Learn how to get blood out of car upholstery. <laughs> Wow, we just had a little bit of hairspray right here in the studio. I loved it. That's awesome. So Juan, tell us what is happening. uh, What's coming up for um, that's Mary's agent calling right now. Learn how to say last names, Miss Hunt. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a first. Anyways, so Juan, tell us what's what's coming up next for for Encore. Well, we're going to get through this next two weeks, and we're going to have a successful (laughs) time doing so. Um, And then after that, we're going to take a couple weeks off and then come back together and uh, plan our next year and finish out our our wonderful season, Uh, potentially a show in the fall. Uh, other charity events that we'll be taking part in, uh, potentially uh, Christmas tree lighting again uh, cool. at uh, Lake Eola, all of those various things. Well, so there's a lot to come. Is there a tra- charity in the back of your mind that one day you would like to see Encore um, give proceeds to? Uh, we've done it once uh, in a small cabaret fashion, but I'd like to really do it again in some form or fashion. Uh, Broadway Cares, Equity Fights AIDS nice. in some type yeah. of big nice. uh, way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so don't know what uh, next year will bring mm-hmm. um, show wise and is there a musical out there in the back of your mind you would love to see on take on oh 
I think we all have different ones. I that think we all, we all I'd love to hear all have secret different like, plot ones. Here's a good question. How can our listeners tell you what they want to hear? Is there like an email they could, they're listening right now and they're like, we want Encore to do. Actually, I have one cell phone number here. <laughs> you do. Uh, we would love them to uh, visit our Facebook page. Okay. Uh, nice. Encore Cast Performing Arts. Um, and then also our website, EncoreCastPerformingArts.org. Uh, and there's Encore like an info, there's info address Correct. There. Yep. Suggestions cool. and things like that. Um, Broadway show for us to do. Oh, I have so many. There's things I will not, you know, do. I don't uh, want to do Mamma Mia, but I know he does. <laughs> I, do. I love it. I love it. I need something light. After. Anyway, um, yeah, I think we, if you asked us this week, maybe something different that we'd say sure. a couple months from now, now that we're in the heat of everything, I want to do like, I always say I want to do like a show with one person in one spotlight and one <laughs> stool and they just sit there. And it's, it's a big show. I mean, yeah. I'm av- Mike, I'm available. Just <laughs> so is, do you Does feel like this is toothpicks? a bigger <laughs> under, yeah, right. Is this a bigger undertaking than Ragtime for you, Mike, as um, a show director? I mean, yes, it, but in the sense, it's, it's mm, hard to say because they're, they're comparing apples and oranges. Well, apples and pears, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you have the orange. 300-pound oranges. <laughs> um, by some strange coincidence of fate, two years in a row now, last year we, we kind of dedicated our performance um, of Ragtime to the uh, – uh, the victims and the survivors of the Pulse incident here. And uh, we ended up with a cast of 49, which was just kind of yeah, crazy. Um, interesting. And this right. year, it settled right back to 49 again. Wow. Um, so it's actually the same size cast, um, but there's just so much more motion this year. Mm-hmm. It's it, Kinetic is probably the only word I could use to describe the show. There's something running or dancing or moving or flying at all times here. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's... A different beast in its kinetic own way. Is a, kinetic is a good word. Yeah. It's in a very high energy show. I mean, you are... Yes, there's literally only really one ballad in the show, and that comes late in the show, and it's a welcome uh, breather before we go into the giant finale number, which has three dance numbers in it alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember when I saw it on Broadway, and um, on Broadway they had, which they, they don't do much of this anymore, but when it was on Broadway, they had the pit, but then they had the... Mm-hmm. The catwalk, you know, mm-hmm. that came out, mm-hmm. and so the performers came out so much closer to you, and I got to sit in the second row, and they literally spit on me. It was awesome, <laughs> but such a high energy show. Ben might show, do that. Such a, yeah, too. Ben might do Who that. did you see in it? Oh, I don't remember. I don't think it was anybody famous, but I went it was to see really it. fantastic. My friend Paul Vogt was playing Edna at the oh, time. Oh, yeah. So a few of us flew up and, and saw him in it, and we got a tour backstage after. But um, He was brilliant, Mary. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, he he's he's a he he was incredible in that. Al Telemia said so. <laughs> so Juan, anything else you want to tell us about Encore or what we should check out about what you guys are doing in the community? I would absolutely love everybody to go to uh, drphillipscenter.org right now and get their tickets and right join right us. Now. Um, Saturday night, um, the only night we will be doing a talkback session. Oh, wait a minute. Say that again. Um, Saturday night. Okay. Uh, the 22nd. Nice. After the 8 p.m. show, we're going to do a talkback session where performers and uh, production team members will come out and we will do a talkback s- uh, session with the audience and talk about the production and what we do and what we're about and answer any questions they may have about scenic or how we did this or... How Will we, we get, get to actually people? meet uh, Hannah and Ben? I believe we, we might be able to meet them. Um, it will be we'll hosted by... Uh, my and husband. husband, yeah, Cameron. <laughs> to put you Cameron, guys on the spot, yes. I, last year I went and Cameron hosted it. And what I remember going there after Ragtime, which by the way was wonderful. Thank you. Uh, Christine Jones's grandmother was mm-hmm. there, who was an immigrant that Correct. remembers getting off the yeah, boat, and she stood up mm-hmm. and talked a little bit. That was an amazing moment. Yeah. Your talkback was wonderful, and there was someone in the audience who said, 
this was better than any Broadway show we've ever seen. <laughs> we've seen many, and we're coming back. Correct. Do you remember that? I do yes. remember yes. that. It was Mary. But. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Hairspray, go see it. Go yes. support Encore Cast Performing Arts. Yeah, it's good we don't for have, all ages. It's good for all ages. That it was is. a question we were going to, is it good for kids? Can I think so, families? yeah. And it, it's, it appeals to everyone, we think. Um, it will, it, any topics that come up um, will be, great discussions for families i believe mm-hmm. and anything that you know that remote maybe you know, a little more adult that's going to fly right over, right the, over heads the heads yeah so moms kids. dads grandparents uncles aunts uh, it's a great way to start conversations mm-hmm. about some of these things like racial divide and, and some of that so uh you guys all have lives outside of encore so juan what's next for you after the the the, the stage closes on encore what do you have going on uh rehearsals back at uh the regular job uh but uh every day i am uh, one of the stage managers at the magic kingdom um at the castle stage itself uh working with uh, mickey's royal friendship fair uh, we uh, have um, some holiday shows coming up, Hocus Pocus, Villain Spectacular, Mickey's Must Marry a Celebration, all of those various things that are coming up. So that's where I will cool. uh, go back to uh, after uh, the next two weeks. Juan is one of those go-to stage managers. Yeah, that he's got a great, great he reputation out there. Mm-hmm. How about you, Mike? Vacation. <laughs> sleep. Lots and lots of sleep. Yes. That's awesome. So you, you're you going to take a few weeks off before yeah, you start dreaming about the next well, project. Yeah, because really, once we get going, the production staff, like, Cliff and Clay and uh, you know John and Kath and I, we, we started this one while we were still working on Godspell. So really, whatever's coming up for January or February, we'll start working on September. So it's kind of like a little calm before the storm gears up again that we start prepping for the next show. We're usually working on one and starting to prep for the next at the same time. Yeah. So Yep, I know that feeling. How about you, Miss Hannah? Um, I get one day off. And then uh, me and Natalia are both right back at Hoopty Doo. Wow! Cool. So you can uh, you can always see Hannah perform out at the Hoopty Doo Review mm-hmm. at Pioneer Hall. Great Pioneer Hall at Fort Wilderness. And Hannah is hilarious. <laughs> if you haven't <laughs> seen her, it's my awesome. girl Dolly Drew. Dolly we, Drew, we get along pretty well. <laughs> Amazing. You have her fire. <laughs> How about you, Ben? Ben. Well, I'm going to be taking a month off. I'm going from playing a mother to legitimately being a father. So oh. I'm going to take paternity leave, and I'm very excited to I be and so proud to be a father. Awesome. Well, guys, thanks so much for chatting with us today. And you Thank definitely, you. listeners, you need to go see Hairspray. It's going to be fantastic. Maybe Mary, we'll go on the we'll same night? There. Yeah, we That'd need to great. get our tickets okay. still. Yeah. Um, and, but definitely go check it out. Give us the website one more time. At www.drphillipcenter.org. Drphillipcenter.org. Forget that. Just www. Google. Not <laughs> WDW. Did I say WDW? Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Yay, it wasn't me. I love that. It's just inbred in me. Mary can't say last names and one can't do anything that's not Disney. No, see? <laughs> you can just Google Dr. Phillips uh, Center yes. and it will come up. Facebook so. page. There you go. And we yeah. hope we see you there, everyone. Please come on out. And if you see Joshua and I, please say hello. Absolutely. And thank you, Encore, for all that you do in our community. Absolutely. Join us next week on Magic 107.7 FM from the heart.